Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? Ugh. You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast for all ages from two and everything in between. I'm Tiernan, like, well, every week. And speaking of in between, which I was just a second ago, yes, I was. Yes, I say the word in between every week. What do you mean you don't believe me? You know, just go back, go and rewind, go on and check. Yeah, there you go. For all ages from to and everything in plasticine. What? I definitely didn't say that, did I? Oh, well, now I'm confused. Everything in plasticine doesn't even make sense. Well, speaking of in-between, anyway, which I was, I definitely was, I've been sent in this joke this week from anonymous aged nine farting gorillas, which is, as we all know, a very exciting age to be. And let me tell you, this is a great joke, but I think it is also a mystery. Are you ready? Are you sitting comfortably? No? Well, why not? Well, check what you're sitting on. Yeah, let's, no, don't sit on a hedgehog or Lego bits or wasps. Sit on a sofa. Right, done? Great. Okay, you see, much better, much nicer. Okay, here we go. What did the nose say to the other nose? I smell something in between us. <laughs> Brilliant. That is very funny. Thank you, Anonymous. That made me giggle when I first read it until I did one of those horrible snot bubbles that then floated out the window and upset a helicopter. But, and it's a big but, stop laughing at that, stop it. I just said big but. But... What was it that the nose smelled in between them? I mean, why is there no follow-up joke to let us know? I think I may have to turn this podcast into an investigative detective show once again, because we need to find out what that nose smelled that was in between the noses. So, there are two noses just hanging out, having nose chat. Isn't that what noses do? Or do they? Does your nose talk? I don't think mine has ever spoken, but perhaps it's just shy. Or maybe we have to ask ourselves, are they even noses at all? Could these noses be aliens in disguise as noses, or perhaps small creatures in nose-fancy dress? This, of course, is not our mystery, but just one piece of the jigsaw puzzle we need to do a crossword on to play snakes and ladders and discover the real truth. One of these noses says to the other noses, I smell something between us. But what do they smell? If they're talking to each other, they can't be too far apart. So was it a very slim, smelly eel or worm? Maybe it's a tiny lump of pungent cheese or one unbelievably old sock hanging there in midair. Perhaps a skunk who wanted to join in the conversation. A fart that has been directed as purposeful distraction from whatever these noses were going to discuss. 
What were they going to discuss? Why were they so close in the first place? Maybe that's the question we should be asking. Were the owners of the noses about to err, kiss, err, gross? And what if they didn't smell anything at all, and it was just a code word to show the secret mission to get rid of all the horrible smells on the planet had now begun, and it was only time before melodious lubberwats, sorry, grown-ups, were banned from ever doing foul gaseous releases from their bottoms ever again, or using those car air fresheners that make everyone cough. But is that the truth? Or is this the truth? Or is this Ruth? Or am I Ruth? And what does in plasticine mean? And did Tiernan actually say it? Did I say it? Or maybe I'm Ruth. I will investigate on my new 7,000-part podcast series, Who Knows What the Nose Knows. Tune in. Don't tune out. Tune by. Actually, I haven't got time to work it out on the wall. Do another investigative detective podcast. I'm too busy doing this one. Linda, Linda, what do you think the noses smelled, Linda? Ugh. Well, worth a try. Well, do feel free to send in any ideas that you might have in uh, helping me with my nose investigation. And you can, of course, send those in by getting your melodious lubberworts, sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk, which is also where you can send in any jokes, mysteries, or indeed questions that you need answering. Importantly, um, I need your Christmas questions sending in. There will be a very special Christmas episode of this where all your festive questions or indeed questions about any other winter festivals or winter things that you would like to ask, they will all be answered by a winter expert of some sort. So please send those in before December the 14th, which I think is a Wednesday. When, when is, Wednesday. Why don't we say the D? We should say Wednesday. Um, thank you. And don't forget, you can also check out our live Comedy Club for Kids shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk and all our t-shirts and book at comedyclubforkids.store. Now, something has come between the bits in this podcast, but luckily it's just that... Oh, no, wait, what is that smell? I better reopen the investigation, and while I do, here is the most importantest bit. Here is the most importantest wit. Hang on, that's not what I said. I said importantest bit, didn't I? Oh, this is very peculiar. He was known famously for having the longest nose ever seen in history. I am so pleased on this week's Radio Nonsense podcast, Shelf Are Back. Rachel and Ruby, a.k.a. Rascal and Rubles, a.k.a. Houston's most wanted boulangerie impersonators, or as our Zosa-speaking listeners will, of course, know you, Izo Zinumbuzen Zimanfam Zamissa Ia Pilakosi Zam. But of course, you are most famous for jointly winning the gold in individual loitering at the 2017 Smolympics, for ghostwriting the best-selling autobiography for the world's largest vole called Whole Lot of Vole, and for your pioneering invention of rice, but really big. Um, it's so lovely to have you two on the show again. How are you doing? Hey! Hi. Yeah, really good, thanks. Really good. Just been watching our vol, yeah. hanging out, all of that. More Make- accolades than I thought we had. Yeah, making our big rice. Thank you for doing your research. <laughs> yeah, well, but, but it's also so impressive because I just, like, that's one of the things with rice is you eat it and sometimes you're like, it's so small. Like, it's sometimes small. you just want a big a big rice, you know? Rice. But you need the exact right. We've experimented and you want rice no bigger than a fist. Right, right. What happens? What happens if you get more rice than that? Is that not not good? People get very afraid. They get very scared. Really, really. Just of the the, the rice's presence, or the, the possibility they could be crushed by rice, or what? It, because I like the idea of like, wow, I could just have like a like a baguette, but it's it's just one rice. But then, how would you get the best? Would you have like an egg baguette but rice? That kind of vibe. 
thinking about the best white but what goes best with rice oh and then if you go too big how do you get your fillings with the rice although i actually oh. think egg fried rice baguette but the baguette is rice would be delicious yeah that's like double that's like all the rice mixed yeah. with yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it's it, you just you've just made i think what sounds like one of the best dishes i've ever heard of it yeah. does sound amazing. Back to the drawing it? board. I yeah. guess you're wrong about fist-sized rice. You get you get a massive baguette rice. You yeah. fry that maybe a little bit, yeah. and then you get scrambled egg in it, and it's like egg fried rice, but you can eat yeah. it like a baguette. Like a baguette. That sounds amazing. I, I suppose the issue is how do you because you, you have to boil a, you have to boil a rice, and if you just got one rice, yeah. you can boil it in like a thimble or, or something tiny or an acorn hat. Mm -hmm. But if you've got a giant rice, how how do you boil that? Yeah, because you don't have a pan that long. Bathtub? Bathtub. Yeah. Wow. wow. It takes a long time. Yeah. It's so <laughs> It does. And, and you've got to be careful not to put bubble bath in, otherwise you ruin it. Bubbly rice. Yeah. Like bubble tea, but rice. Your yeah. Bubble rice. This is, I mean, this is astonishing already. We've only just started. You, I was already blown away by the innovation of rice, but big. But this is, we're on next level on giant egg fried rice sandwiches and, and bubble rice. Um, This is just, you know, it, it, it was all this, was was this spurred on by the, by the vole? Because obviously the vole is very large. Did you look at the vole we and like, think? We like big things here at mm. Shelf. I think because I think we're, so, we're so big ourselves. Mm. It's about trying to find ways to sort of match that in the world around us. Um, yeah, it's yes. hard when you're bigger than everything, especially rice and bowls. Yes, um, yes. Well, I know that's been an issue for you, and it's, it's why I really appreciate that you've obviously you've managed to find specifically big enough microphones to do this show. I don't know how you've constructed those; they look very impressive with sort of bits of scaffolding. And uh, where, where are you recording this? Are you having to stand in a sort of stadium or something like that? Yeah, we're out in a big field. It was the kind mm. of the only place we could get both of us. Generally, obviously, right. we have to stay apart because we start to affect even sort of the gravitational pull of of the earth because of because of our size um mm. but obviously we we love radio nonsense and we wanted to be together to do this so we are standing in a massive field with our massive microphones and our massive rice baguettes yeah <laughs> but if you notice more asteroids than usual or if the tides go kind of weird and um, that's probably why wow well hey I, I i appreciate that you're here i'm i'm slightly concerned about the dangers this could be cause it because i want this to be like obviously you know we have our listeners and they enjoy the show but i don't want them to also be not only to, not only intimidated by giant rice which may now happen but now terrified of a sort of impending comet disaster well a good podcast should be a risk um, yes and i think children understand that and how do, because you two work together so every time you work together are you having to sort of be in touch with nasa and just like give them a little pre-warning like you might have to explode some comets yeah, exactly. I mean, the thing is, is obviously, you know, space is, there's lots going on in space anyway. We all, we all know about space and mm, the complications and confusions in, mm. in space. Yeah. Um, so obviously NASA is aware of us and our massive selves. Um, sure. And so we just sort of like keep in touch. And sometimes it's quite helpful. Sometimes it can be useful yeah. to kind of bounce asteroids away at times. Oh, I think that's how gravity works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to ask, is it like, you know, like, because magnets, and I don't really understand magnets, but like, sometimes they hang out, sometimes they like, don't want to hang out. I think that's the yeah. scientific way that it's talked about, isn't it? Sometimes magnets yeah, are like, yeah. hey, other magnets, sometimes it's like, go away, other magnet. Is that the same with you? If, are there times when, say, if you don't face each other, do, do you like, does the things repel off you? 
Yeah, so we can't stand back to back, for right. example. No, which is a shame because that makes like for a great photo, but we just can't do it. Yeah, yeah uh, we must always be nose to nose. Right, right. That's really tricky. That's really tricky for you. And and so the further away, what I what I need to, I'm I'm just asking about the science here because I don't really get, I don't really understand the science. I know the science. Well, we're happens. good at science. Yeah, so that's what I thought I'd ask you. So is it the further apart? If you're standing face to face, but you stand far apart, there's less of a pull. But like, but closer face to face is when it's dangerous. But back to back is super dangerous, right? If I got that right, yeah, yeah. No, I think right. you've you've absolutely hit yeah. the nose on the nose there um like if we come too close we will just yeah. come straight nose to nose can't yeah. come can't come too close without being nose to nose wow. um that's why we're standing stood on either side of the field right now mm. um but yeah if we coming back that's just not even an option back right. to back goodness knows what would happen so dangerous yeah it's i mean it's it's just phenomenal that, that you two have you know worked together for so long with all these difficulties and i think that's that's really inspirational for a lot of our listeners out there who who may also be very very big uh, you know i don't know yeah. i don't know how many others are i'm i'm not i'm not a very big person so i i think i often forget how many big people there are because i just walk past and not realize their legs that i think maybe they're trees those are some nice gene colored trees, you know. It happens. We've had dog wheels, dogs wheel on our legs oh, quite a lot. Quite yeah. A lot. That's, yeah. It's a it's a hazard of being yeah. this big. It's happening right now, actually. Oh, that's that's horrid. Yeah. Oh, it's a, you get used to it. Yeah. Keeps yeah. you warm, I suppose, in, in the winter. Yeah, it gets the snow off. That's nice. Yes. That's nice. Yes. Yeah. Moving. Um, but yeah, it's that but on the plus side we can reach the clouds so yes. and, and see smaller people can't do that we can pick stuff up off the high shelves or high buildings yeah that's, that's really, really nice yeah yeah, um, yeah. helicopters it, if they're ever in trouble we can give them a little oh that's nice that's that's really nice just sort of give them a little nudge and they um and they fly off like like you might yeah. help like like sort of someone of, of like my size might help a bee Exactly. Exactly yes. like that. Exactly like that. Yeah. That's lovely. And helicopters pollinate the clouds, so it's a very similar. Yeah. That's how you get the name, as we all know. More that's science. lovely. And can I ask, you know, because I'm very aware that I don't want to sort of use the incorrect terms on on a, on a show like this. I want to be, you know, we want to be inclusive. Would 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 you be gentle giants? Is that the correct term, or is that a? Oh no, you look very offended by that. Is is that the wrong word? Would I? Oh, some, some 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 of us are gentle giants yeah, and some, some of us like that term yeah um i personally like massive person right or just massive right um okay. Okay. that for me is my preferred yeah and term. i personally like to be referred to by my full name which is ruby who is very very big right right that's an amazing full name is that so were your parents surnames who is very very big or, or is the who is the middle name bit? How does that break up as a... Uh, so my mom's surname is who is very, and my mm. dad's surname is very big. And they right. decided to combine them for me when I was born. That's, I mean, and, and that's amazing, isn't it? That's amazing. It You've sort of grown yeah. into the name as well. Literally yeah. and figuratively, yeah. Wow. It would have been such a shame if they'd done it the other way around. And you were Ruby, very big, who is very. Yes, yes, I... That would have been very, very confusing, very, very confusing. But they obviously thought about it. And I think it's nice when parents do that, actually. Sometimes they don't think about it at all and they just sort of throw in the names. And uh, But nah, very considerate. Well, no wonder you've grown up to help out helicopters, you know, with, with parenting like that. That's lovely. That's very lovely. Well, well listen, I, you know, especially considering how 
difficult it is for you two to get together uh, and be even in the same field, let alone the same sort of country or landmass. Um, I, I really appreciate that you have brought yourself together for, for this podcast. Again, it's nice to have you back on the show. Um, and, and obviously... Um, you know, th- th- I've got a question that I think only you two can answer. I think that you are the experts on this. And, and I'm going to ask it for you in a minute. But we do have some admin. Got some admin. Got to do some admin. I've got to get that out of the way first. Um, and I appreciate that you've done some of this admin before. But I need to just double check. So the first bit is that this is an audio podcast. And as I say, every week, our listeners listen to it, preferably with their ears. But they might listen with their bums or their knees. We don't discriminate. However, they want to listen that's fine um and because it's audio i just wanted to check if you two had a favorite noise that you could preferably make for us but even just tell us about i do have a favorite noise. i think my favorite noise i may have done last time well it's okay you can you can keep having a favorite noise that's the same yeah. noise it's, it's, a, it's a consistent same noise my favorite noise is <laughs> I, you my did do it last time but it, it doesn't stop it being brilliant a second time it just there's a warmth to it there's a there's a oh it's fun to do it's a nice yeah. noise to make and it's sort of i don't know i guess it kind of there's a timbre to the noise mm. that really it's pleasing to me it's a really good noise yeah i so, do you know when i hear it sort of hearing it again it reminds me i'd almost expect to hear it in the back of a nature documentary but no one would explain what it was but it would seem exactly. at home you know exactly it could be an insect it could be a bird like, that's the thing there's a lot of you know it could, it could be anything it could also be you can, you can slow it down you, know, you can yeah that's yes. more of a bubble yes. wrap sound but it's all done in the set with the same with the same tongue motion um I mean, yeah that's... by far my favorite noise always has been always will be it is a fantastic come on again? has it got use have you been using it in certain situations uh i i i try to think people find the noise of bubble wrap quite calming so maybe that's good for calming people or or is it just you know to give the effect that there are insects and, and birds around yeah so it has so it, it can calm you down with a bubble wrap noise if ruby tells a joke that isn't funny i can do it as like crickets yeah. so it's like it's hurtful but it's uh, it's very fitting mm. it makes yeah. people laugh so they haven't laughed at ruby's joke but they will laugh at my cricket noise um you can also pretend you've broken your nose if you want to get out of something you can be like Ooh, oh ow, wow. i've broken yeah. my nose i'm gonna have to leave now um those are my main uses for it so far but i'm always open to new suggestions and ways to sort of you know, utilise such a fantastic noise in my day-to-day life. It's a fact I could see it being very handy in haunted houses. Uh, you know, if they haven't quite got all the sounds down in the haunted house, that's some good creaking going on there. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely. think that really works. Yeah, if you are pretending to like like turn a screw or something like that. You know, if you're pretending to fix something but you haven't mm. actually fixed it, so that like sort of you know doing a little prank or something, you can use yeah. it in that. I think it in pretending in, to close a bottle before you give it to someone yes. being like, Oh, that that bottle's shut. Yes. And handing it to them and then they drink and it goes. I think you could have a lot of fun at dentists uh, or at doctors, like yeah. surgical procedures. You just hide in the back, you make that little noise and I think, What what was that? That wasn't meant to happen. And it, you know, all fun, just fun and japes. So much fun and japes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a it's a brilliant noise. Um and, and Ruby, do you have a, a favourite noise? Um, I do. I have a noise I enjoy a lot. Uh, it's a sort of slightly similar concept to Rachel's favourite noise, but it's made with the hands instead of the mouth. Uh, here it is. Oh, wow. Like a multi-click. 
Thank you. Yes. That's impressive. Um, yeah, it's it's obviously hard if you can't see what I'm doing, but my hands have tiny little drum kits on each finger, and it's just a very quick little. Which is, I mean, yeah. it, it is impressive how many, and each finger plays a drum kit by itself while also playing them together. It's like you've got an entire percussion section just on your hands. I do. Yes. Uh, you know, it's a lot, a lot of mouths to feed, but we're very happy together. Sure. Well, I, I mean, it, it's it's brilliant. Is it is it because you are obviously uh, very, uh, who is very, very big, um, are those full-size drum kits on each finger? They are. Thank you for noticing. Yes, well, I mean it's it's very hard not to. They're they're quite impressive, um, and and that that obviously has a lot of use. Not just, I guess, sometimes orchestras. You know, if they can't get in all the different members, they just call call you to hang at the back. Yep, exactly. If anyone is ever in need of a drummer and they don't have one, I can loan one out. Um, maximum of ten. Mm. Um, at any one time but yeah i usually have a drummer ready to go for any bands in need that's amazing and 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 that sound in particular that you made um am i right in thinking that's supposed to be the most jazzy noise that a person could make it is yes it is um it beats out jazz hands which are obviously quite mm. hard to hear unless you listen really carefully um, but that is the jazziest noise of all noises it's it's great it's so jazzy it's just like all the clicks and uh forever in time because even if you've missed the beat there's several other clicks to hit on the beat afterwards which is uh it's it's very impressive two very impressive noises and thank you again uh for, for doing those um absolutely brilliant and and of course the other bit of admin that i do have to ask you is um this is a this is a family friendly show it's suitable for people of all ages any age you can imagine can, can you two imagine an age Ooh, Yes, both of those, both of those, and in fact, seven hundred ninety-three or nine hundred thirty-seven. Both of those. So it's suitable for all ages. Not one hundred. Long story. Not going to talk about it now. But every other age, it is suitable <laughs> for. Just so that that's perfect. And because of that, um, I just want to check if there are any rude words you won't be saying on this show, so that we can make sure it, it, it's suitable for everyone. I won't be saying pong whistle, which I oh. find to be oh. the a horrible, horrible wow. word. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I just think I well, I would hate to hear the word pong whistle on this show. Personally. Yeah, that would really. Um, yeah, yeah, really, really not not pleasant, not not okay. No, no, that would I I think we'd be taken off air. I think they'd. I don't know if you can delete a, a podcast entirely, but I think they. I think it would happen. I'd, I'd be glad they did. To mm. be honest with you, I'd be really glad they did because it's just you you can't be hearing you can't be hearing that word. No, me too. I'd lead the campaign. I I I try to bring myself down. That that is it shouldn't be allowed uh, at all. Um, can I check for safety purposes for the you know you've obviously said pong whistle as in the singular. What about the plural? Can we say pong whistles? Gosh, I mean, I I myself have never heard it. Right. I'm quite alarmed by imagining it. By the, yeah, I can't even fully comprehend what pong whistles would sound like. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Mm. No, I, it just it it that really would be. Yeah. How would you? Where's the apostrophe? Is there one? You oh. Know? Yeah. After the p? No. Yes. I on, like the sound of that. Maybe there's no. two. After the p At and after the two, h. I think. Yeah. yeah. Put on. Woof. It's yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's it, thinking about it causes me like sort of trouble. Really, it just makes me feel it's a bit upsetting. It is upsetting. It's an upsetting word. Yeah. Wow. Well, the please don't please don't say pong whistle or indeed pong pong were whistles. Um, it, it, Ruby, can I just check? Is that also you? 
also doing that word or are there other words we need to know that you're not saying? Uh, I am, of course, obviously equally horrified by Pong Whistle mm. and Pahong cells. Mm. Um, but I also would never and will never say uh, Fizzle Whiz on oh. this show or in my day-to-day life. Crikey, so no. I know. We're all aware. Yeah, that's, um, I'm very grateful that you wouldn't actually, because I've, I've known people, there are stories of people hearing that and, and simply just exploding. Absolutely. And I think... And, uh, it's, and the thing, the thing I find the most disturbing about fizzle whiz is there is what eleven Zs in that word. Oh yeah, I'm, minimum. I'm, I'm not, I'm not wrong on that, am I? It's, it's, it's an, it's an alarming number of Zs in the word. It, in the dictionary, it is the most upsetting word to look at, like yeah. just in a visual way. Which also, I mean, you have to wonder: is it that someone was asleep and was rudely interrupted by the rest of that awful word? You know, was somebody just zzz all the way and then fizzle whiz? Which makes it a lot worse, if you ask me. It's, it, the idea of someone rudely waking up someone else is—it's horrible. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree. As someone who's who who's fallen asleep, been woken up, and then had to go back to sleep again, yeah. which is just—it's disturbing, awful. It's terrible. It's a terrible story, a terrible reality, and an awful word. So I'm very pleased that you. I'm very pleased that neither of you are going to say pong whistle, uh, pong whistles, or fizzle whizzes. Um, so thank you very much. I really appreciate yeah. it. And I definitely won't say those things either. And we appreciate you not saying um, pong whistles or pong whistles or fizzle whiz. Yeah. Um, we appreciate that because we would we would have to leave if you did. Like, I, I fully, I wouldn't blame you. I wouldn't blame you at all. So. And obviously, and us moving is so difficult so because of our size. Yes, be, um, so, yeah, it would be Thank God you haven't said it because that could cause unknown chaos if we it's start not worth you know the, the, it, it's funny isn't it people just think this is a, a simple fun podcast for people to listen to but it's, there's so much at stake uh, not least so the fate of the galaxy the, the the planet you know um exactly because we'd be shocked we'd start walking in opposite directions who knows what kind of chaos that could cause yeah. we're you know startled alarmed upset yeah. crying like our tears huge like unbelievable damage that yeah. can cause and like wow. if we haven't had to tell nasa that we're on the move they don't have time to prepare so you know it's it's a nightmarish thought and listen well look we've averted that we're going to avert that it's not going to happen and i'm i'm yeah and i'm glad and i'm glad you've given us the rules to make sure it doesn't happen that's all i'm going to say you know safety safety first and second and definitely third then crisps and then possibly also fifth as well but yeah now, well, now that we've got that out of the way, and I'm glad we did. Um, I've been sending the questions. I said, and I think this is this is the most important bit. Um, and this question comes from Carrick two one three. Now, so there's a lot of questions there. I don't know if they are the two hundred thirteenth Carrick. Um, if two one three is perhaps uh, like your parents, Ruby, that is their surname. Perhaps one of their parents is two one, and. The, Last one was, I, I don't know. I don't know. the Or perhaps they're just 213 years old, which is also absolutely fine for this podcast. It's not 100, therefore it's it's allowed. Um, and they are Carrick 213, and then they've put a comma, US. Now, again, that could be us. It could be that Carrick and 213 are two separate people, and there's, yeah. Another double act. That yeah, would be nice. Yes. You yeah, love to exactly. see it, Carrick 213, just as we are Rachel and Ruby, comma, us. Yeah. Yes. Shelf us as obviously you know you know, that's what we came up as when you sort of accepted the when we got on the call. Yes. Rachel, yes. Rachel Ruby us. 
Um, so you know, it could well be that we're addressing two people. You know, it could be, or it could be the United States of America. I, I don't know. I don't. They didn't unlikely. specify. Very unlikely. unlikely because I don't think anyone lives there. It's quite a small place. Yeah, United States is tiny. As yeah. as the mass of people that we are, you can. We. I, I've never. I've not even seen it. It's so small. Wow. So I, doubt, I doubt there's anyone living yeah. there. I hope you, you haven't trodden on it by accident. Uh, oh, I don't know if we should talk about that on a public forum, but maybe once or twice, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, you know, I hope I hope then Carrick 213, they aren't from there. Otherwise, that could have been. Well, well, listen, although it could explain what their question is, um, and it's interesting you, you brought this up a minute ago about your own sort of experience of this, but Carrick has asked, uh, or Carrick, they have asked, uh, who knows, um, how do you commit human eye water in brackets, crying. How do you commit? Yes. Commit. Yes. How commit. do you commit human eye water in brackets, crying? And I'm pleased they put in crying because it could mean that just general eye water, uh, I, I guess. So, I mean, from the term commit, I'm, I'm gathering that Carrick lives somewhere where eye water is illegal. Mm. Is that Does that sound correct? I, I assume again we we don't know where they're from. We know that there's possibly two of them, but we don't we couldn't possibly fathom where they're from. But yeah, I, I guess maybe if you commit human eye water, um it could well be an offence. I could well see a, a lifetime in, in jail, I guess. Yeah. Wow. That would make sense. Yeah. How is what is the question? How do how does one or how do you it's commit? how do you, but it's also it's a little it's a small just letter U. So it's not it's not you as in you. It's like how does maybe how does the small letter U commit human eye water? Interesting. How does it yeah crying? How do you commit human eye water? And is that is that us again, us, um us personally? You know, because because Ruby and I might have different ways of committing eye water. Human eye water. Human yeah. eye water. Yeah. I think if we not, yeah. if we start there, can yeah. we start there? Is that is that a reasonable starting point? Can we? Can, do you commit human eye watering in different in different ways? I I me myself I generally commit dog eye water. Right. Um, I just it suits my palate a bit better. Mm. It, it it's better for my skin. I mm. find uh, dog eye water is is much better than human eye water. Everyone knows sort of human eye water can be a, a bit salty a bit more tart whereas dog eye water very soothing um mm. so i tend to commit dog eye water um and generally i do that by wagging my tail and right. sniffing a tree that mm. that tends for me to allow me to then commit dog wow. eye water wow and does it does it but it, it comes it is like cry it comes out of your eyes or is that does dog eye water come in a, a, a carton or a bottle or <laughs> um, <laughs> um no for me it's 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 from my own eyes right right that's, um, yeah, yeah that's it is from my own eyes mine but i do know people who you know some people don't like the sort of natural way they do prefer it in a carton or a bottle sure um sure but me myself um like it's straight straight from the source from the eyes and just yeah but just prefer it to be yeah. Dog eye water than human eye water. I, well, I, I mean, you know, you've got to have a preference. So I do understand that. How about, how about you, Ruby? How do you commit human eye water then? Have you got your own way? So generally for me, um, it kind of depends on my mood. And mostly I commit human eye orange juice. 
Um, Yeah, that's when I'm in a sort of good mood. Um, And that's been a very useful sort of small, like side hustle job that, you Mm. know, I can sell orange juice on the side. Um, But if I am very sad, um, then now and then I will commit human eye water. Can 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 I I just say here that that Ruby's human eye orange juice is delicious. Thank you so much. It's it's the best human eye orange juice I've ever, I've ever tasted. And as you know, I've, I, I love human eye orange juice, so I, I've had yes. a lot of it. Yes. Um, but Ruby's is particularly, particularly delicious. Oh, that's so kind. Wow. Oh, well, I have to try it. I mean, I, I, I want to I want to check, though, because uh, I'm sure you're aware, or maybe you're not because of your size, this might not happen to you, but if you ever get a bit of orange juice in your eye when perhaps peeling or segmenting an orange and it squirts in your eye, that often feels like the worst thing that can ever happen in the in the world. I think I'm not going to, you know, I don't think I'm, putting that too lightly but it's it's unbelievably painful so if you are committing human orange juice from your eyes human eye orange is is that stinging or because it's sort of going out the other way it's not stinging that's exactly it um orange juice only hurts the human eye when it goes into the eye Uh, when it's on the way out it actually creates a very pleasant uh tingling feeling right right so wow so we've got one so you you prefer dog dog eye water and and you do human eye orange juice then so how do you commit like how do you commit those things do you just have to like shake your head or like I, i'm just trying to if there's uh, i don't know if carrick i'm wondering if carrick 213 would quite like to commit eye water whether it's an offense or not in in their country and i i'm concerned that they can't do it like maybe they're they're poking themselves in the eye or maybe they're watching very sad things and it's not coming out is it is there any special technique is it you know can you can you shake your head in a certain way or anything like that a, a, a big part of it is self-belief, I think. Right. I think you do have to, you have to, you know, what, whatever it is that you want to commit, whatever kind of eye water or juice or even, you know, eye tea, eye coffee, there, there's so many options of, of things. But I think it is about, it's really sitting with yourself and believing in yourself and knowing that, and knowing that you can. Yeah. That is the thing. It's all about, at the end of the day, but saying, okay, maybe I haven't committed human eye water yet maybe it hasn't happened for me yet but i think that key thing is remembering it's yet remembering that it will happen and when it does just allowing it allowing it to you'll know you'll know i think i think the tricky thing is with the word commit it makes it sound like it's a it is something you can actively do you know like you would commit a crime or you would commit a I don't know what else you would commit. Commit to know. someone. I don't, I don't know, know if it? anyone commits anything else, do they? Is that... <laughs> yeah. They generally just commit crime. I think so. Yes. Um, yes. So it's a it's a tricky it's a tricky word with the with the human eye water. Mm. Um, but because I would say that I think the key thing with 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 whether it's dog eye water, human eye orange juice, mm. it's something that happens to you. I don't think you are always in control of it. So you just have to believe in yourself, know that you can, and you know. Ruby and I, we 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 human eye water all the time. Yeah, and Carrick one two three, uh, we believe in you, and we think that you'll commit human eye water um, when the time is right. Yep, any day now. I just have to correct you. It's Carrick two one three. You've just spoken ah. to a different Carrick entirely, or perhaps Carrick and then a different person who's not with them. I don't. We again, we don't really know, but um, but it was very helpful, very helpful advice, and I, and I thank you for it, especially as someone I have never i don't think anything comes out of my eyes uh once there was a possum i don't know how that happened but generally it's not really nothing really ever comes out of my eyes so um Gosh, is that do you find that difficult is that it must be hard 
I don't know. Never, never really thought about it until now. I have to say, after talking to you, I feel quite left out now. I might, I might have to mm-hmm. practice and um, see if I, I think eat. you just need to, you need to believe in yourself yeah. a bit, Monty, and, and then I think you could. But I'm, I was certain I'm imaginary, and that's the, that's the issue. Which is that where it comes? That would yeah. be where it comes yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, and that actually checks out that you, that you could be imaginary, actually. Yes, I've often thought because you are so small. And... Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> Yes. And you don't produce any kind of eye liquid. No. Yeah. So Which it's sort of quite magical, is isn't it? Very yeah, unusual, actually. Yeah, very, very unusual. It's. I mean, it's come up a lot, and I haven't haven't dared question it on this on this show yet. But I I assume there's a there's a time and a place. But maybe I'll see. You know, I'll see what I can do, and and perhaps that'll prove me wrong though. And and uh, maybe I'll just be sort of proper face face blubbing. I don't know what the term is. Face hosing. Face like. Spout like a, a sprinkling. I don't know. Spouting, yeah. spouting's a yeah, good, spouting, a good yeah. way to describe Eye spouting, it. Yeah. Face flooding is another one. Mm. It's a good one. Um, yeah. human, face, human face flood. That yeah. word that used to describe me a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is a human. But face that is flood. because, as you say, when you do cry, you do also cause floods, which is yes. pretty awful. So, yeah, big problem in the giant community. literally big problem yes so uh, well listen thank you both that that is a brilliant answer and and i hope carrick uh and 213 um if they are indeed uh, us um you know i hope that they are happy with that answer and i hope that they they are able to to do some human eye watering or even spot others committing it so they can shop them in to the authorities i suppose that that may also be what they were trying to do um yeah are you you two up to much i guess you've just got to very carefully move away from each other for, for the foreseeable future now yeah, so we'll just be organising ourselves, doing doing some yeah, just just basically working out how to how to continue to work together, um, and and do comedy together while keeping NASA informed of our movements. So if anyone wants to know sort of where we'll where we'll be next, where we'll be performing, you can find that out through NASA. Wow, wow. Well, thank you, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for risking the safety of the planet to hang out together and do the show. Of course, and thank you so much for having us, whether you're imaginary or not. Thank you so much to Rachel and Ruby, a.k.a. Shelf, for, well, risking the safety of the entire planet just to answer Carrick's question. It is very much appreciated, and Carrick, I do hope you liked your answer, and if not, maybe you can write any complaints you have on some fruit, ask someone to put it into a smoothie, and then drink it, and no one will ever have to read it. Shelf are going to be doing their brilliantly fun children's show at the UK Kids Comedy Festival in Leicester on the 12th of February. And you can find all details for that at ukkidscomedyfestival.co.uk. It is a very, very funny, absolutely brilliant show indeed. And yeah, they do somehow manage to both shrink themselves down so they can fit into the venue. And they do the show without any sort of, um, you know, galactic disasters. No, I have no idea how they do that either. But, um, you know do go along. Don't forget, uh, if you'd also like to send in a question that needs to be answered, especially any Christmas or winter ones, then please get your malodorous lubberworts, sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And you can obviously send in jokes, solutions to the no smell mystery, or anything else you like, really. And don't forget to check out our live kids shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk and grab one of our stinky hippos or Linda t-shirts at comedyclubforkids.store. Speaking of which, what is that smell? I didn't investigate it at all uh, while you listened to the most important bit. Um, I just had a nap. It was lovely. Though I did have a very weird dream about making a sandwich and then opening the fridge to get things to put into the sandwich. But there wasn't any sandwich stuff in there. There was just thousands and thousands of stinky hippos who then started to escape. Oh, no, I do know that smell. 
that it wasn't a nap, and it wasn't a dream. Or was it? Or wasn't it? There were stinky hippos everywhere, and no sign of a sandwich. And so we have to ask ourselves, was there ever a nap in the first place? Has anyone ever napped? Has anyone ever got a lap? Has anyone ever had a nip? Or a snack? Or a joke about noses? Or even a podcast? Or was it all a mischievous story conjured up by 7,082 very, very rotten-smelling large semi-aquatic mammals so that they could escape the confines of their cold home where butter should be kept and let loose into the world? We can't say for sure, mainly because it smells too much to even think. But stay tuned to Stinky Hipposis, Stinky Supposes as we try to find the answer, or at the very least, a sandwich. Bye! I didn't say I, I definitely said bye. This is weird. You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents! Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, it's the end.